Welcome to episode 251 of Nerd Girl Knits. I'm Chris, also known as Genetics. And I'm Katie, also known as Naughty Nerd. Welcome to 2019. Yeah. <laughs> we made it. <laughs> ah! Yeah. So your sisters went back to school last Thursday. And the class I'm teaching starts next week, although I'm not sure that the residential students are back yet. They may have another week off because mm -hmm. <clears throat> their schedules don't exactly line up. Oh, weird. Well, they have 16 weeks in the semester, and online we only have 13 because mm -hmm. they don't get spring break or any of that stuff. But it means they'll be done in April. So That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> so how was your Christmas? Good. Ended up going to Amber's family's Christmases. So I had to drive a lot, but was that was on good. Her Christmas Day or did you Christmas Day was her dad's house and then her mom's house and then the 29th it was her dad's family's gathering, so all the aunts and uncles cuz her dad oh, was okay. the first of I think six kids. So she's got a big family on that side with lots of cousins. So her dad's the oldest? Yes. Okay. Yeah, so, so it's like it's there. like going to Arkansas. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Only like people went to Yale and Princeton. Wow. Yeah. And were like top third in their class. Like a lot of very smart people on that side of the family. And, like, one of her cousins is working in D.C. as an economist. Oh, wow. And she's a year younger than I am. And I'm like, oh, God, what have I done with my life? Good question. Hey! <laughs> Slacker. Seriously, though. I saw yeah, some you're... headline this week about a 10 or 11-year-old that's getting ready to go to college. Oh, yeah, I saw that, too. Yeah. Late. Ow! Next to me. No! <laughs> he doesn't want to lay next to you. His feet look huge from here. It's because they're white. Yeah. His feet are like this big. <laughs> he has very small feet. He's a very dainty cat. Weirdo. What about your Christmas? It was pretty good. It was just me and my husband and Charlie. So it was nice and quiet. Yeah. That must have been weird. A little bit. It was the first Christmas... I wasn't around. Yeah. Like, So what are you working on? A dress. Not really, but it feels like <laughs> it. Um, so my best friend is a very tall, gangly man. And it's hard for him to find, especially like sweaters, that fit him. Because when you, you have to go up in sizes to get the lengths that he needs... But he's also thin, so they're like, they actually are dresses on him. So he bought the yarn and helped me pick out a pattern, and I'm making him a sweater that I've knit my hair into. Occupational hazard. Yep. So he also wants it to be really long to cover his very long torso, so it's going to end up being like 25 inches long before I do the sleeves. Mm -hmm. For his gorilla arms, so those <laughs> are also going to be really long. <laughs> I don't know what... I did to myself. Um, at least it's a worsted weight. Yeah, it's the, that helps. The cobblestone pullover by Jared Flood. Yeah. 
And the only design element change I've made, I cast on a smaller number of stitches because it was supposed to have like four inches of positive ease. And we're trying to avoid having something that will swallow Alex. Yeah. So I cast on like 10 fewer stitches, so 166 instead of 176. And I'm knitting the body way longer than it calls for. But yeah, so this is like, this is how much I have left of the second skein. I can get about 10 inches out of a skein, so I'll have to finish this one off and then do about half of another skein to get the body length. And how many skeins did you get? Six. Okay. So I'm, I'm guessing it'll be about a skein per arm. Because <laughs> he's got gorilla arms. Thin gorilla arms, though, so. Yeah. And then it's all, it's a garter stitch yoke. Which I haven't done before, so that'll be interesting. How big is the, how deep is the yoke? Well, you join the the sleeves to the mm -hmm. body, and then you start the yoke from there. I think. Okay. But I haven't done a yoke ever. I've yep. only done like pieced sweaters, or like garter stitch sweaters, or not garter stitch. What am I talking about? Ragnet. <laughs> So top down. I've never done a bottom up sweater sweater either. So it's an adventure, but I'm trucking through. Yeah. When did you start it? The thirtieth. Okay. And then one of my chaigus snapped. Yeah. And the yarn store was closed because <laughs> it was the new year. <laughs> so I lost a whole day of knitting. <laughs> But I joined that second skein in two days ago, and I'm already almost through it. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm knitting it on a, on a 7, and it's like a worsted. Maybe a DK, I don't remember. So it's going by pretty quick. I just, I feel like I've been doing stockinette for 12 years. <laughs> it's only been like four days. It feels like 12 years. <laughs> like, this thing is gigantic. I feel like I'm knitting a blanket, like... <laughs> No, because you've actually knit blankets. And they I got one on the needles, actually. Bigger than that, so. Yeah, it's 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 on the couch. It's behind me. <laughs> and then the other thing that I've been working on, I started a pair of socks. I think the the pattern's Ocean Mist. That sounds right. I don't remember who the designer is, though. Nope, no idea. Um, it was a free pattern, so it's just going to be a bunch of cables down the leg. I'm doing it in Cascade Heritage. In this pretty teal color. So we have a special guest today. Do you want to put your hood on? She got stopped at the grocery store the other day. They're like, are you a llama? They were super excited. <laughs> I, I seriously want to know what this llama craze is about. It, I, I don't but know. But she has started her second knitting project. Oh, awesome. Yep. Look at how far she's already in there, too. Scoot it this way. I mean, bulky yard. There you go. Big needles. Right. So she's knitting on US 15s and bulky weight yarn, and it's junk yarn in, I think the base is her burlesque bulky, is what mm. it's called. And it's in the Claudia colorway. It's so pretty. It's super fun. You want to tell them what you're making? I'm making a cowl. Mm -hmm. And it's, I think, the third pattern out of the Susan B. Anderson Kids Knitting it Workshop is. book. It is. 
down. It's okay. So how many inches have you knit so far? Because she started this. When did you start this? Like, um. After New Year's or before? I think after. Yeah. So she's only been knitting on it a few days. And oh, well. I've already knit two inches. Yep. And she's awesome. got to go for eight inches, I think, and then she'll be ready yeah. to bind off. Eight. Okay. You want to put that down? All right, now you have to you have to take the, the hood off to show them your second one. So she also has her very first knitting project that she's finished. Scoot this way. Ta-da! <laughs> also bulky weight, but it was knit on eights, I think. Oh, wow, so it's super dense. Yeah. And the pattern, it's the first pattern from the book, and it was supposed to be, it's called a little hat. It's supposed to be a baby hat. Um, she had some sections where she accidentally yarn overed, <laughs> but yeah. she decided to keep those in as design features and had added enough stitches that by the time she got to where she was ready to start the decreases, it was big enough to fit her. That's and good. I was able to redo the decreases to make it fit a kid head instead of a baby head. So, so it's been slightly modified, but she's made her own hat for this winter. So, yay! Yay! I have no idea what yarn that is because she started this project two years ago. <laughs> yep. I know where we got it, and I know that yep. it's bulky weight, but other than that, I have no clue. So, but yeah. So I guess my foe for this week is I made a knitter. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> Which is like the best kind of foe. All right. So I've worked a little more on my color affection mm. so I've done I'm trying to count the purple stripes I think I've done four repeats of the three color stripes and I'm just doing that over and over until I get to the other side so Although I think when I started, I didn't always remember to add the extra stitch on the way back. So mm. my stitch count might be off a little bit, but eh. I think that happened to me with mine, too. Like, my stitch count was not right, but I just did it by the number of stripes and just called it good. Yeah, because looking at the pattern, I don't think you add that extra stitch on the way back on every row. which it's makes like every it fourth one or something. Something like that. It just makes it hard to remember. Yeah. So, so I've missed a few. Um but that's okay. Yeah. But I cast on something else last night after an emergency trip to the yarn shop to get the yarn that I needed because I also did my annual tossing of the stash yesterday. And I have a lot of gorgeous yarn but nothing that would work for what I needed because I need to make Charlie mittens. And they need to go with the hat that she made and the cowl that she's working on. And I have, I had like one, they also need to not be fingering weight because I don't have all year to make these. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so I was looking for worsted and something that would go. And I, the only thing that I had was kind of a peachy orange color shocker. Cause yeah, had, that's like 90% of your stash. mom. <laughs> uh, but I had a, a worsted skein from a Downton Abbey club years ago but it wasn't quite the right color so I went back to the LYS yesterday and found 
This is also junk yarn. It's also Claudia, but it's her worsted base. So oh. it's the same colorway, but not bulky. And I cast on for a pair of mittens for her. And this is also a Susan B. Anderson pattern. It's the the little version of the Waiting for Winter mittens. So she has an adult version that I think she said is her the most popular pattern in her Ravelry store. And then she wrote a version for kids that's all the way from baby size to I think the largest kid size, which is what I'm knitting, is 8 to 12 years old. Because I had used a different pattern by Holly Yo to make the last two or three pairs of mittens that I've made for Charlie, but they only go up to size 8 for kids, which wasn't going to be big enough for her. So it was time to switch, and they were fingering weight mittens. Yeah, no. <laughs> and these are not. So, But it's good because now I have a pattern for, you know, my next friend that has a baby, I could make baby mittens. And they're yep. thumbless, yeah. right? Because so, basically you just yep. need hand covers for little kids so they don't, like, scratch themselves and things. Yeah. Because baby nails are sharp. Very. And I think I have to do this cuff for two inches before I can start the hand. And I just started, I cast this on last night. Oh. And I'm already past two inches. It's like two and a quarter. So I should check the pattern again. <laughs> Good thing I stopped. An extra quarter inch is okay. Well, it, it said two inches or as long as you want the ribbing to be, because sometimes it's nice to have it longer so that you can actually tuck it into your coat cuff, yeah. and it doesn't come out. Also, I apologize if I'm yawning a lot. I had to get up at 5 o'clock this morning for work, <laughs> and I've had coffee, and I'm drinking more coffee. It's just, I'm very tired. Ah, for the large size, it's two and a half, so I've still got a quarter of an inch to go. Yay! Aha! Probably just one more row, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> we should wait, yeah, one or two more rows. Like, And I'm knitting this on a seven, which I have. Oh, nice. Because even the mittens that I knit for me were um, fingering weight yarn. They were probably knit on like a two, maybe. So these should go really fast. <laughs> yeah, sevens are great when they don't snap. I'm not bitter. <laughs> You just I, was, I was working on it, and I, like, was moving the stitches down past the... And it just, like, broke off in my hand. And I was like, are you kidding me? Like, I wasn't tugging aggressively or anything. It just went... Yeah. And then I dropped, like, 12 stitches, and I, there was much more stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's all I've been working on, and I've got no bows. Although I, I, did, I did go through... In addition to tossing the stash, I went through and picked out, I think I have nine patterns, maybe eight, for the 2019 challenge on Ravelry. And so in your projects tab in your notebook, you can go over to the right and click challenge and you can set whatever challenge you want for yourself. I set mine to 20 this year, which is what I started with last year and then I kept upping it as I was yeah. closer. So I had set mine to 10 last year and I finished four. And it took me a couple of days to figure out how to move stuff that I was actually still working on up. Yeah. And figure out how to do it. So for projects that are that are whips, because one way that you can add to your challenge is put something in your queue and you can set a, a deadline for it in your queue and it'll add it, like as long as it's set you for this year. You can do that for your projects too. You can like right, you have to go in for the last day of December. Like. Right. So there, if you click edit on your project, there there's a field that will pop up that doesn't show if you're not editing 
that will say complete by or something, and that's where mm -hmm. you add it in. So I had to go in and change that to this year instead of last year to get stuff to move up. But it took me a while to yeah. figure that out. <laughs> yeah, I'll have to do that for a couple of my things, too, because I want to try and finish my, like, Yggdrasil Afghan before. Mm -hmm. uh, no, <laughs> I'm still working on that second applied edging. That's a lot, though. It's a lot of cables, yeah. Mm -hmm. There's a reason why I call that the giant green blanket of death. <laughs> but yeah, so I have, I have a foe. Yay! I finished my black. <laughs> All right, so the next time you have a black foe, you cannot wear a black shirt. <laughs> All of my shirts are black. <laughs> yeah, that's not true. But they're the Maristem socks. There, there we go. go. So it's only patterned up on the leg. Mm -hmm. Good. Yeah. And these are like worsted weight socks. I just have to weave in the ends. And I did them in the Harrisville Designs Nightshades in the Insomnia colorway. So there's like a green tint to them. Because that's what they do. They like do all of their, they do blacks and then they over dye them. Yeah, it's like the, I think it was the Raven series that. Yeah. Who does socks that rock? Uh, blue, blue, blue moon. Blue moon, yeah. But yeah, so it's the same stuff as the sweater I'm currently working on. It's just green over dyed instead of white over dyed. So hold the sweater up. So the sweater has flecks of white in it. Yeah, that I can see. These are green. Okay, it actually looks different on the camera. Mm -hmm. Okay. But yes, they are finally done. They took a back seat because I had panic knitting. So I also finished two hats, but they are at their respective homes. So I think you showed them off on the podcast last time. I showed I showed Amber's father's hat, and I was working on Helena's. Yeah. Well, I finished them and gave them to them, and they were very excited. I realized earlier that. I have been remiss in my making of a knitter by not teaching her all the lingo. Because after we finished her segment, she's like, what does faux mean? <laughs> so, yep. so I need to... Yeah, you gotta get her uh, acquainted with the lingo. Whip, faux. Yeah, yeah. UFO. <laughs> Alright, and there was a little bit of Christmas yarn. <laughs> I've, got, mine first. I've got mine right here. Okay. So, I got... Did you buy yarn for yourself? This was from Santa. It was in my stocking on Christmas morning. <laughs> and it's mustache, perfect self-striping sock. In the... Can you see that? Beauty and her beast. Mm -hmm. So, they should make some very pretty socks. I also got some mustache. What? I think my cat brought a small piece of paper onto it. <laughs> so it's the dark side EVP. And then mom finally sent me my lollipop. That Do not a, chew on my needle. It came in a separate package from yeah. all her other Christmas gifts because I mailed the box and then realized that this was still on the desk upstairs. 
Yep. So it's the Dancing in the Dark colorway. So it's five rows each, moonlit rainbow, all surrounded by five rows of round midnight. So it looks like that, and it comes with this little yeah, heel on the toe skein. Yep. So that's very pretty. And then my other brainstorming, which is not Christmas yarn. The local yarn shop is doing a like sweater challenge. So a bunch of people in the community are making sweaters and if you buy 1200 um, yards of yarn at the shop and post your thing on Ravelry with a couple of hashtags and do a couple of Instagram posts, you'll get entered multiple times to win prizes at their anniversary party in March. Mm. So I, ha I have to finish it by March 7th. But I don't remember who it is, so forgive me. But a while back, someone sent me the Funky Grandpa pattern. Oh, yeah. So that cardigan. And I'm finally going to make it, because I've been wanting to make it for like five years. <laughs> so I went to the yarn store yesterday and got some Shetland fingering. So more Harrisville designs, because apparently that's all I know how to knit with right now. Apparently. Sorry, one of my neighbors is building a deck, so if you hear a saw. Because um, they're building a deck in January, I don't know why. So the main body of the sweater is going to be this charcoal color. And then the sleeves have black color blocking, so I got just their black. Mm -hmm. And then I dug through my stash and found, this was actually one of the colors I used for my color affection. Oh. So I think it's a... Uh, Malabrigo, maybe. Ah, maybe. Um, so what weight sweater are you knitting? The fingering weight sweater. Okay. Because it also looks similar to that striped sweater that you made that was gray and green. Like that green and that this, sweater. Yeah. That was a worsted weight. Yeah. I don't have any of that green. That's the karabe that you're thinking of. Um, I don't have any more of that left. Sorry, I'm scrolling to figure out what this is. Where's my color affection? How long ago did I make that? Jesus. A while ago. Uh-huh, yeah, that's our fence in the backyard. Mm-hmm. Malabrigo. Okay. In the lettuce color. But yeah, they, they do the stripes on the original with, like, a zobber ball. Mm -hmm. So it changes colors. And I have the rest... Of the colors I used for my color affection, so maybe I might do all the colors I did for my color affection, so it'll have it might have purple and like a blue stripe too, but I'm kind of okay with just the green. Is the other yarn that you have super wash? Nope. Okay. I'm just wondering but, and it's not merino, presumably, either. It just is pure wool. Right. Yeah, I'm kind of wondering how that's gonna play too. If anything, I can go back to the yarn store because I would need one skein to mm -hmm. get the amount that I would need for the stripes. Because you need like 177 yards for the size I'm doing, and those skeins are like 217 yards. They have a green that's roughly that color. Okay. So I might just like do it all in Shetland to be safe. I have some leftover... Cascade 220 that I inadvertently got that was not super washed that I used for Charlie's playful stripe sweater. 
Yeah. Sorry. It's okay. That I have a few, like, half skeins of colors left. If it's the right weight, I could send it to you. If there's any of those colors you'd like. I think I used a green in her sweater. You would need to have 177 yards left of it, though. Hmm. And it would need to be fingering. Oh, but no, this probably actually isn't fingering. Yeah, so I might just go back to the yarn store. I mean, they're open right now, so I might be able to run over there when we're done recording. Because, again, a skein of this is $9.20. And I only need one more for the stripes, so. Yeah. Yeah, no. I got enough yarn for a sweater for me for, like, less than $70. (laughs) Which I feel like the last time I did a sweater, it was my ink. Which was a cashmere sweater, so each skein was like twenty bucks. Yeah. So that was like a hundred and twenty dollar sweater. Um, that was Christmas money sweater though. Yeah, I I yeah, I splurged for that <laughs> one. I don't know. I really like what Harrisville um, is doing. And I've I think they're up in the Northeast somewhere. I don't know where. I don't know if they're in Massachusetts or not. They are not. Um, New Hampshire maybe. So, it's spun in New Hampshire, grown in, like, Wisconsin, I think. Yeah. And died somewhere else. But it's all U.S. made. And it's really nice. I have found in the stuff that I'm using for this this sweater, for Alex, there is a little, like, vegetable matter in it. It's, like, grass Mm -hmm. and hay, but it's, like, not bad enough. It's like like knitting with Noro, right? You'll occasionally get a piece, but it's very easy to get out of there. Yeah. And they're all really, really small. And I, like, I feel like they're a fairly newer company, maybe? I'm not sure how long Harrisville Designs has been around. But I know their nightshade is a newer thing that they've been doing, so it might just be they're, like, still trying to tweak how they make this yarn, specifically. Okay, what about Geekery? Oh, I have a whole bunch. (laughs) So I've got a couple of things that Amber got me for Christmas. It's the 90th anniversary of Mickey Mouse. So he turned 90 in like September. So Pop Funko was doing a lot of really cute Mickey Mouse. There's also a Steamboat Willie one that she didn't get me that I'm going to have to get myself because he's so cute. (laughs) Yeah. So here's one of the Sorcerer Mickey's. So it's just him carrying the buckets of water. But they also made one, they call them movie moments, so they're a lot bigger. So there's also the movie moment of him up on the rock with the hat on. And like the waves crashing around him. So I finished my 2018 reading challenge on Goodreads. How many books did you set for your challenge? So, originally I had set it to 60. Wow. And when I checked in mid-December, I had blown past that. Um, So I'm looking to see what the final total was. Come on. Oh, it's not showing me. I I think I finished 80. Possibly 81. Oh, wow. Yeah. I think I read, like, one whole book this last year. You should read more. Amber and I both want to read more. You just have Most to- of her books she hasn't even read before, so, like... 
So she's got a lot to read. We moved them twice for no reason. <laughs> no, you moved them twice because she hasn't read them yet. Yeah. But I've I finished, so far this year, I've finished a book called It Ended Badly. And it's by the same woman that wrote Get Well Soon, which was about like the 10 worst plagues in history. Oh, but yeah. This book is about the 13 worst breakups in history. Please tell me one of them is like Antony and Cleopatra, because that would be so funny. Nero is in it. <laughs> um, Sorry. <laughs> no, it was Caligula. Who was the one that tried to fight the ocean? Was that Nero or was that Caligula? Caligula? It could have been either of them. They were both crazy. I know Nero's the one that played the fiddle with Rome Bird. Well, that's apocryphal, but... but I mean, yeah. yeah. Right. Um, so, yeah, Nero is one chapter... Right, I guess I'm done working on the sweater. Henry the Seventh or Henry the Second and Eleanor of Aquitaine is a chapter. I'm gonna say Henry the Seventh should be a chapter too, though, because uh, no, Henry the Eighth is a chapter for obvious that's reasons. That's what I missed. That's and I guess Antony and Cleopatra are in it because Elizabeth Taylor and Richard Burton, okay, are mentioned in it. Although the breakup that she's talking about is Debbie Reynolds and Eddie Fisher and Elizabeth Taylor. Wait, what? So, okay. <laughs> Do you know who Debbie Reynolds is? Mm-hmm. Okay. Eddie Fisher was her husband. Mm-hmm. And they were good friends with Elizabeth Taylor and her husband at the time, who was named Mike Todd, who okay. died, I think, of a heart attack. Oh. And Eddie Fisher went over to comfort her and left his wife and ended up marrying Elizabeth, which turned out didn't work out. But because then she met Richard Burton and it was like all over. Um <laughs> So, wow. <laughs> yeah. So that was, there was a chapter about Norman Mailer and his wife. Oh, he wow. Was, he was like an author. He was not a nice person. Um, I'm trying to remember, but it was, it was written in the same way that Get Well Soon was. So it's very snarky. <laughs> and oh, it's awesome. one of those, like, if you have a friend who is going through a bad breakup, this is a good book to give them because it kind of... Or also just like, if you've been through a bad breakup. Exactly. Like, like it gives you ideas like, you know, it's not just you. Other very famous people have also had bad breakups and this is, you know, kind of how they reacted. And so that was a good book. And I just recently started House of Silk because what I'm trying to do is read, alternate between fiction and nonfiction. So It Ended Badly was my nonfiction book, and now I've started reading House of Silk, which is the first book authorized by Sir Arthur Conan Doyle's estate to be written about Sherlock Holmes and Dr. Watson and those characters, but not a book that wasn't written by Conan Doyle himself. Okay. So it's written wow. by Anthony Horowitz, who I think is an uh, like OBE. So he's got some medal from the Queen for being an awesome writer, basically. And he writes other mysteries, too. But this is the f the first book he wrote for Sherlock Holmes. And it's so good. Um, it's read by Derek Jacobi. Yes! He's a British author. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> British actor, sorry. I love Derek. Oh. Yeah, and he, he's fantastic. Yeah. And I think there's a second book by him that I need to find after this. But, so... That's what I've been doing reading-wise. He's on the sweater again. You have to make him a bed. 
I keep sending pictures of him laying on this thing to Alex. He's like, oh, and I'm like, no, like if there are delays, blame the cat. <laughs> I can't knit because the cat is on it. <laughs> or you just knit him a sweater. Well, I've already told Alex because I bought that six skein of yarn for this as like a just in case. Mm -hmm. Someone has designed, like reworked this to fit a cat. Oh, really? <laughs> yep. So they may have matching sweaters. <laughs> they might have matching sweaters because I told him I would make him one for his cat, but Lilith does not wear clothes. Yeah. She is a fancy lady and she does what she pleases. <laughs> and if you put her in clothes, she will kill you. <laughs> She used to be an outdoor cat, so she's very, like, feisty. And she's 14, right? Like, mm -hmm. she ain't got time for that. Yeah, no. He, on the other hand, is only a year and some change. Oh my god, you're gonna be two in, like, two months. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> my baby's growing up. <laughs> Getting chunky. He's getting... Right, you're not gonna let me work on that, so just throw it over there. Alright, do you have anything else? I don't think so. Okay. <laughs> Besides the cat in your lap. Yeah. <laughs> beans, 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 beans. Don't bite me. Alright, so we should go. Because I actually have work I have to do this afternoon, so. I apparently have to go buy a skein of green yarn for my sweater, so. Yeah, I think I you're right, though. I don't I don't think that'll actually, like, play nice. With you don't want to mix bases like that. That's a bad idea. I was idea. like, oh, well, Amber was like, oh, just use your stash. You have so much. And, like, I do, but I don't have any, like, 100% wool. That right. It's, <laughs> that's okay. She's not a knitter, so she doesn't get it. But, yeah, for a big project like that, they at least need to be the same kind of yarn. Yeah. They have a couple different shades of green, so I'll just, I'll go get a nice shade of green from them. What are you doing? <laughs> He doesn't look like he knows. <laughs> he doesn't know. Don't ask me. <laughs> you want to go with me to the yarn store? Go for a walk? What are, you, are you just going to leave him outside? No. You can I brought him into the yarn store before. In his stroller? Mm-hmm. And it was before they opened, and Anna, like, let him out and let him wander around. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> She's got cats, too. So. Yeah. That won't be happening today, though. No. <laughs> I bet he would like a walk. Thank you. It's cold. Mm. So I won't actually do it. Yeah. When it warms up, though. He's been on a walk before. Got extremely terrified of seagulls and tried to climb a tree. But <laughs> fall back down. Because you have a leash for him, too. It's not like she just takes him yeah. outside and lets him wander. No, he's got a, he's got a harness that matches one of his collars. And he was walking around, and then a seagull came out of nowhere, and seagulls up here are very big. <laughs> and he just went up the tree. And <laughs> him. It was not fun. <laughs> Thankfully, there was a bench under the tree, so I could get some height to grab him. Because I did not want to, like, you know, call the fire department to get my cat. Yank the leash. <laughs> or do that, because his little toes were, like, in the park. <laughs> He's a monkey. Stop licking me. All right. So, Happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Year. And we'll see you guys in a couple weeks. Bye. Bye.